as always, thank you for uh, watching this evening as I try to get this all leveled out here. My kids or somebody made their way into my office here at home today and made a mess of things. And so, <clears throat> as always, thank you for watching. I pray that you were able to accomplish what the Lord wanted you to do. And tonight I want to continue to the end of Judges chapter 20. And we began looking last night at how 700 men should have been responsible for the punishment and ownership of what they did to the young lady in the chapters preceding. But their Benjamite brothers would not allow that to happen. And so they went to war. They gathered all of their men together to fight against the other 11 tribes. And we talked about how the danger of siding with sin over what is right, regardless of it's in your own family or whatever, wrong is wrong and right is right. And I told you that the consequences of sin never just affect those that we intend for it to affect. And so tonight I want to show you how 700 individuals were guilty of the crime that was committed, but yet 26,000 ended up losing their life. But I also want to show you that it wasn't just the Benjamites that lost people. It was the Israelites as well. And they were on the right side of this battle. You see, friends, when sin is given a place in our life, it not only affects those whom we know, but it affects people that we could never even dream of. It catches people in the crossfire, as you might say. And I want to show you this tonight because in verse 21, after these two armies meet, they're one-sided. The Israelites outnumber them vastly. But look what happens in verse 21. Then the children of Biz Benjamin came out that day of Gibeon and cut down to the ground 20,000 men of the Israelites. 20,000 died that day. Not of the Benjamites who had done wrong, but of the other side who was trying to do what was right. The verse 23, it says, The children of Israel went to the Lord and wept because of this great heartache and tragedy. You see, friends, sin never stops spreading in our life, in our family, in our church. And it never stops affecting other people. Yeah, so the first day of battle, the Benjamites win. And you know what they've got to be thinking. The Lord's on our side. We are vastly outnumbered, but yet we won this battle. So in verse 25, And Benjamin went out the second day from Gibeah on the second day and cut down to the ground 18,000 more of the children of Israel. So the children of Israel who are going to, to war because of this young woman who is brutally um, assaulted and murdered have lost 38 
thousand men. And they go to the Lord and say, what do you want us to do, God? <laughs> we, we've went to battle for you. We've went to battle with you. And Lord, we're losing. We're getting our tails handed to us. You see, friends, one of my favorite songs is Through the Fire, sang by the Crab family. And a line in that song says that he never promised that the cross would not get heavy. You see, God never promised that serving him wouldn't cost you something. God never promised that serving him wouldn't get difficult. God never promised you that serving him would not keep you from shedding tears. You see, I can promise you over the years I have wept many a tears, not only for my sin, but for sin in my family, sin in the church, because I know this, that sin always has consequences. And so two days now, the children of Israel had, have went up against these people and they've got their tails handed to them. They come to the Lord the third day. You know the Benjamite people are thinking, God's on our side. He didn't want them to come to war against us. But God gives them the answer. He says, instead of attacking them, draw them out of the city. And when they come out of the city, some men sneak into the city and burn it to the ground. And when the people who have left, the soldiers who have left to pursue you, then you can turn and ambush and attack them. You see, sometimes when we're living in sin, we think we get away from it. Sometimes we think when we've done wrong, we get away with it. But trust me, God knows. God knows the situation that you're in. Tonight, if somebody's harming you, someone is out to get you, someone has wronged you, God knows. And it might look like they're winning today. It might look like they've got the favor of God. But trust me, one of these days it'll all be revealed. So all you can do is listen to what God tells you to do. If God says move forward, you move forward, even if it's challenging. If God tells you to stay planted, you stay planted, no matter how ferocious the attack is. But tonight when we see this story, God tells them, don't quit. You will be victorious. And I want to read to you, <coughs> excuse me, verse 46, because I want to show you how in the end, this sin cost so many lives. In verse 46. So all who fell of Benjamin that day were 25,000 men who drew the sword. You see, what started out as 700 men doing a terrible deed and, and deserving to be held accountable for it cost the lives of 25,000 of their Benjamite brothers and sisters. 38,000 plus of their Israelite brothers. And so we see here this heartbreak that comes. 
But tonight I want to tell you, even though this story seems heartbroken, this whole ch last few chapters have seemed so discouraging and heartbroken. Here in verse 21, we're going to see that even though this tribe was almost totally wiped out, God did save these 600. Why? Because God is faithful to His promises. If you're His child today, even though you've made a mess of your marriage, your relationships with other people, your co-workers, God is not done with you. Maybe God gave you a vision, a, a calling on your life, and things haven't went the way that you thought they would. It might seem like you're down and out, but God still has a plan. But tonight, my challenge to you is this. When sin is in your life or in mine, don't hide it. Don't make excuses for it. Don't try to cover it up. Because what will happen to you will be very similar to what happened to these people. It made people pick sides. It spread. It, it affected other people. But tonight, if you'll come to Jesus, the Bible says, He is faithful and just to forgive you of all your sins. And so tonight, put an end to the self-destructive nature of sin in your life, in your marriage, in your place of employment. Get right with God tonight. Don't wait until you look at the very end of the battle and see the carnage that was left. And so as always, I just want to thank you for watching. I pray that the Lord would continue to deal with you through the Holy Spirit, um, through His Word, and that we would be more like Him, that God would root those areas of our life out that need to be uprooted, and that He would encourage us in those areas that we need to be encouraged, that God would just, He would just do what only He can do because He loves you and I. And so as always, I pray that um, the Lord is willing and the rapture doesn't happen next Monday night. We'll get to start this last chapter of the book of Judges. And don't forget, we're going to be going to Ruth, one of the most wonderful love stories, beautiful books in the whole Bible, starting after this chapter. So as always, if I can pray for you, help you in any way, please let me know. May God richly bless you and your family.